Just right back, Charlie. Oh, oh, People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Come on. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ian. Right, I'll take it from here, mate. People deluded, I'm back again. You know how this thing is already set. First things first, hope you and your loved ones are in good health. Hope everyone's having a progressive week in whatever you lot are doing. Obviously, make sure you're smashing the like button. We've got a jam-packed day of content. We're live from now to whenever. I go live again at 3.30. I should have day from... Why is my music playing? Good thing the headphones are playing, but sorry about that. Uh, like I said, we're live now. We're live at 7 p.m. Obviously, you know, an hour before kickoff, we're going to watch the Arsenal versus Boldo slash Glint game together, people across Twitch and YouTube. And in between that, I believe at 3.30, I should have Dave from Football Daily. You know, you see him on the watch-alongs and things. We'll speak Arsenal, so three bits of content from me. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's a jam-packed day of content. Make sure you set your notifications. You're slapping the like button. You're getting your opinions in, etc., etc. One second, because that's bugging me out. Okay, we're back again, folks. So, yeah, I hope everyone's blessed and all of that. Appreciate that, my dude. Shout out myself on the DJ controller buttons. Graham, appreciate you. I'm well. I hope everyone's doing better, man. So, yeah, obviously, you know, we've got a chance to go over the latest emerging talking points concerning Arsenal. And I haven't read Mikel Arteta's press conference, so selfishly. I want to read that. Any talking points, opinions, questions, get them sort of things in. As much as I like going over things to do with Arsenal, as I always say, you lot make the platform appreciative of you lot locked in on Twitch and YouTube for always supporting the content. You should see in the you know in the in the comment section of Sky Mad with all the links and that trying to help you lot out, set your notifications and that, and we should be good to go. Really and truly, Bob's your uncle. Let me make sure I'm not missing out any. Hey, inner circle, Dermot, always here. Let's spin the old Google and see that we ain't missed anything. Eddie and Katie, Charlie Paternal. Yeah. Shout out Beth Mead for winning awards. You know, England Player of the Year, I believe. A bit like Bukayo Saka at the men's team. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't think I'm missing out anything. Yeah, DG, it's match day. Got to hit the gym when I get out of work, then catch Europa. There's a good chance I might fall asleep during the match. Aye, right, man. Make sure you set the record button or whatever. And to be fair, that's a busy day. That's why I went gym yesterday. You know, so we're free today, in it? So, yeah, shout out to you lot tuned in. Where's my water? Running low on this. I think I'm getting ill still, but it's calm. 
to stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Amen. Listening in while working online, shout yourself in the circle. Shout out to nine to fivers and grinders live from Planet X. Shout out you on Aussie time. Shout out to all the international supporters as well. Pick up the United Kingdom ones as well, but. I have to appreciate the, the ones abroad because the the time zone is not kind to you lot, you know, and especially Australia and New Zealand and anywhere in Asia, really and truly, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, appreciative. And, you know, the good thing is if you miss the live, it stays on YouTube. You know, the timestamps are in and all of those sort of things. Like Nightbot, you're too kind, man. Like Nightbot said, for extra live streams and videos, subscribe to me on YouTube. That's for the Twitch ones. Do the same, obviously, over on Twitch if you're on YouTube. So, yeah, why waste any time, people? You know, I'm, I actually want to see what Mikel Arteta has had to say, really. I have seen some sound bites and all of those sort of things. But, yeah, Mikel Arteta press conference. So, yeah, let's just get straight into it, really. Why waste any more time? It is what it is. Share my screen with you. Lot tab, police. I'm on my best behaviour, I promise you. Uh, we don't need that. Shout out Beth Mee. She's been named England's Woman Player of the Year. Come on, and hopefully you get that again off the back of a great campaign and whatever England's women's side's doing. And hopefully Arsenal's women's side can win the Champions League. You know, it'd be lovely if we could win the Champions League and the Europa League in the same season. The dream is free to was sold separately. Odegaard, on what to expect from his countrymen? Obviously, Martin Odegaard knows Bodo's. I feel play, but, you know, there'll be a bit of, bit of special moments. How much has he written? He has said, personally, it's a special moment for me to be playing against a Norwegian team today, assuming he plays. I know a lot about Bodo. They're a small club from north of Norway who have done really well over the last few years. We all saw them bop uh, Roma and things like that. No, it's not Ballon d'Or, is he? Um, like I said, England's player of the year. Um, they've always been a small club and they've always... They've often been between the first and second division in the Norwegian league, sometimes up, sometimes down. But over the past few years, they have been really strong. They've made some great signings. They have an excellent coach too in Kijetil Kudsen. Forgive me for any mispronunciation, which undoubtedly I just butchered his name. They have given him the time to work there and they have a very solid team. The way they play, sorry, pardon me, everybody knows the system and it's been working really well for them. It's been a while since I was playing in Norwegian football, but I still follow. And I think over the last few years, it has improved again. There was a drop in quality for a few years, but now I feel like it's getting better again. It's more competitive and there are a few teams up there that can fight to win the title. I think Molde will end up winning the title, winning the league, sorry, pretty convincingly this season. But you have three or four teams who can fight to be in the top three. There are some good young players coming through. Well, we've got you, Haaland's over there at City and hopefully the next Odegaard or, uh, or Haaland or whoever, or, you know, or someone that's just good, but not them. Hopefully we can obviously sign them people. Yeah, so yeah, man, it's good for Norwegian football. You know, there's some good young players coming through and the clubs have a bit more money from now playing European football and selling players on. Obviously, there isn't the same quite there isn't quite the same quality as we have here in the Premier League. But there's no doubt that Norwegian football is stronger than it was and will face a difficult game tonight. Facts upon facts. KSA, big up DG, shout out to you. Do you think anyone can play themselves into starting 11 for Liverpool today? Well, maybe if Tierney, Tommy Asu and Vieira do a madness, yeah. But, you know, I don't think Arteta is going to flip the script. There might be, maybe Gabriel could drop out. Ben White goes over there. Tommy Asu gets in. Maybe Zinchenko or Tierney, who knows? Maybe Ben White could be dropped for, for Tommy Asu. Not that he deserves to be dropped. But other than that, I, I, yeah, man, I don't think, apart from the fullback regions and, you know, stuff like that, I don't think anyone's going to be dropped. I think, you know, you, you might see Odegaard, Xhaka, 
maybe a Gabriel or Saliba, one of them, maybe Ramsdale, a couple of first team players, because we ain't got the biggest squad, have to play in that game. So I'd I'd imagine no for Liverpool, I'd imagine, you know, you're gonna see Ramsdale's and Chenko, Ben White, the two centre halves in Gabriel and Saliba, Xhaka, Odegaard, Partey, God willing, assuming no one gets injured, Saka on the right, Martinelli on the left. Martinelli might even play today because he's a bit of a Duracell battery. He's probably young and got the legs to go and do that. Um, and then obviously Gabriel Jesus. You never know, even in he might play. You never know, you know, really and truly. You know, but I'd I'd I doubt it. If I had to bet money, I'd strong I'd strongly doubt it. But you never know. I I'd somewhat think Arteta has already drawn his conclusions on who he's using or not using um, within that. So, yeah, that's what Martin Odegaard has said. In terms of the preview, four weeks after we were last in Europa League action, Russ, really been a month. Uh, we host Bodo slash Glint in our first European home game since the semi-final against Villarreal in 2021, which isn't filled with much memories. Of a positive note, it's an opportunity for us to climb to the top of Group A, uh, leapfrogging our opponents in the process, and we've got back-to-back -back games against them, who currently lead the way with four points from the opening two games. Following, and obviously we didn't play against PSV, and it's you know we've got a lot of games to play. You know, eight games in all comps at this moment in time. I know we play tonight. We've got Liverpool on Sunday. It's a big, it's a big month for Arsenal. Following the postponement of our home game against PSV Eindhoven, this is the first of five group games in five weeks with our return trip to Norway coming seven days after this first ever encounter between the two teams. It will also be the first European game to be held without capacity limits at the Emirates Stadium since February 2020. Apparently, this, the club is based in Bodo, one of the world's northernmost towns, which is 200 metres north of the Arctic Circle. And I'm enjoying the greatest period in their 105-year history since promotion in 2017. In that time, they have finished runners-up in 2019 before winning back-to-back -back league titles, adding to their, you know, the other successes back in 1993. Last season, they, clapped a they capped a glorious campaign by reaching the Europa Conference League quarterfinals, where they were eliminated by eventual winners Roma, who they trashed 6-1 in the group stage. Their current success has come with their gaffer at the helm, who has been in charge since 2018 and has been named the country's coach of the year for the past three seasons. In relation to their season so far, Boldo find themselves in the Europa League this season after being eliminated by Z Dynamo Zagreb from the Champions League qualifiers in the final playoff round. Um, so that's un upset. Well, it's upsetting for them. They remain unbeaten in their opening two group games. They got a draw with PSV. Um, so that you know, you got to take them very seriously as they play in the summer league. Bodo are near nearing the end of their domestic season, and with six games remaining, sits second, fifteen points behind champions elect Mulder. In terms of what to expect. Although Boulder dominate possession in league matches in European competition, they are more likely to strike a quick to strike quickly on the count, of course, because they're not going to be the dominant side in possession. Um, they're also an effective side, pushing up quickly and trying to regain possession in advanced positions. That sounds like us. And for me, obviously, I don't know nothing about them, but it's the fear of the unknown. They're here on merit. You know, they didn't get given any rights here. They could have even been in the Champions League if they played their cards right. Uh, Patrick Berg is a classic holding midfielder, but his his midfield colleagues are more adventurous. Uh, Soldness pushes forward into goal-scoring positions and Hugo Veltersen has chipped in with some excellent goals. Going forward, the main threat is Pellegrino. Um, he, he's been limited to a single substitute appearance in this season's Europa League campaign so far, but um, scoring at a rate of a goal per match in their division he's likely to start on the left and cut inside so it's a big day for Tommy Asu whoever plays right back and also has a knack of scoring headed goals so set pieces you know dead ball situations crosses we've got to be switched on it feels like uh, Knutson has, hasn't yet found the right combination in the final third but Bodo slash Glint still play wonderfully cohesive attacking football 
as it stands, they're top of the group with four points. We have three. PSV play Zurich. They'll probably win. Come on, Zurich, because PSV are likely to be our main competition. You know, if we don't win, it could look a bit gazy, you know, really and truly. Just assuming Zurich wins, that flips everything on its head. Let's not be like certain North London neighbours who are always noisy and, you know, playing atrocious football. Let's not make this group any harder than it needs to be. And whether we have the squad to, you know, rest players or not, it's another thing. But Mikel Arteta, just based on the language, he seems like he wants to go strong in it. So it could be good. The quicker we go strong, the quicker we can rest players and things. And it's obviously, if we're in the Champions League, there's less rotation unless you're a certain calibre of player. But, you know, Reese Nelson, who we're going to get onto it, he's been speaking up. Smith Rowe with fit. Fabio Vieira, who's doing well, but not quite in the starting eleven. Eddie Nketiah. Tommy Asimantini, arguably now... You know, it's a good opportunity to remind Arteta of your talents. It's a good opportunity to get game time, really. Um, I'm not really an advocate for mass rotation because I don't think we can. I do think, you know, not all of them, but you might have to use Xhaka, Jesus, potentially Odegaard, one of the centre-backs between Saliba and Gabriel. I'd rather Saliba get arrested, if I'm honest with you. You know, Tommy Asu can play instead of Ben White, or maybe Tommy Asu could fit in at centre-back, left-back, or... In his normal position, currently at Arsenal, right back, Ben White goes over there, he plays with whole. So it is what it is, people. Uh, on Boldo, Arteta said, we've done our homework. We have made the players aware of the team that we are facing tomorrow, as expected. The history and what they've done in the last few years. They are really good players and it's really a good and it's a really good coach as well and they have a clear identity with how they play you can see straight away what they're trying to do and again i've been impressed with them their gaffer said our opponents lead the premier league and is one of the best teams in europe it's a fantastic test of what Boldo slash Glint is. We're looking forward to testing ourselves at a new high level. It's difficult to say what will be your 11, but it doesn't really matter. They have the types and similar players in positions. They are patient, attacking the same way as us and give a lot of space. Now we really get to test ourselves at the highest level. They on, the only thing we have to do is dare to be ourselves and challenge what are their weaknesses. And that's true. It remains to be seen whether Arteta will shuffle the pack as he did in Zurich. You know, Marquinhos could get a start as well. Forgot about him. Where he's handed starts to the likes of Eddie, Marquinhos, Turner and Vieira. As we know, Smithrow, El Nene are out. There is rumours in relation to Fab, uh, Fabio Vieira, which we're going to look at. In terms of stats, no players created more chances following a carry um, than Marquinhos in the away for Europa League this season, despite the Brazilian over having only played 69 minutes so far. In all European comps, Bodo slash Glint have won just one of their last 13 away matches, losing five and drawing seven since they beat Celtic in February. They've also kept just one clean sheet in that run against CSK Sofia last season. So we need to do what we need to do, really. It's as simple as that. And Ketia, if you want minutes, performance in Europa and cup competitions, can see holding starting. I think we all can. Wouldn't be adverse to resting Xhaka and playing Odegaard in Vieira with Laconga in the middle of the park. Jay, I'm not against that. At all, at all, really. I just think Jack is one of Jack is not invincible. He needs to be rotated and stuff. But in a team where, let's face it, there's a very few players you can kind of bet on to stay fit for the distance. Jack is always fit in it. So again, everyone has their limits. But if he's fit, I probably lean towards him. Obviously, Odegaard's just come back really from nursing a knock, so maybe more minutes in the tank. And really and truly, if Arteta named the same Premier League side, I'd have question marks because we need to rest players. But, you know, some of these players that are going to be here, if we do get to the Champions League for next season, they've got to be able to play not on a Thursday, but on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then a Saturday, Sunday. And there's not, you know, as I said, in the group stages of Champions League, unless you're doing what we did with Ben White and now with Zinchenko, well, Ben White and now Zinchenko, where their rotation, we can rotate decent players. There's less game time, you know. I'm not going to lie, Champions League next year, you don't really want to see, unless they there's levels, you know, you don't really, you, 
group stage, you can't afford to be giving Eddie and Ketty or Marquinhos. So not just them, but the players that are not in the starting lineup minutes, really, because you know, you just you know why we can't in it, really. The one luxury of the, the Europa League group stages is we can give an opportunity to players. As I said, I would love as many young players to do their thing. We have failed to win any of our last three home game matches in European competition, losing one and drawing two. That's our worst run since going six games without a victory between October 2002 and September 03. Goldo slash Glint have never previously faced an English side in any European competition. They faced two British sides before, eliminating Celtic in last season's Europa, Europa, uh, UEFA Europa Conference League playoff round and Linfield in this season's Europa UEFA Champions League qualific qualification qualifying bit yet. So yeah, that's the gaff. That's 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 the ref for the game. You know, we did play Molde a couple of years ago. We have faced Norwegian opposition on three occasions. The first time saw us win seven one over two legs against. Strom, ah, I can't say that, in 1971-72. We faced Rosenberg in the group stages of the Champions League in 04 uh, Two years ago, we were drawn with Mulder, and obviously he were defeated four goals to, to one, thanks to two own goals and strikes from Joe Willock and Pepe, with the latter also getting on the score sheet alongside Reese Nelson and Balogun. Reese Nelson, who could get an opportunity. Balogun, who's over there at Reims, doing well. Joe Willock, who was sold for £30 million to Newcastle and doing his thing. Pepe's a forgotten man, really and truly, in that regard. So... Yeah, that's that really and truly. Uh, looking at what Mikel Arteta has said, he backs special talent Nelson to shine. Mikel Arteta believes Reese Nelson can reach the next level, having been impressed with his progress over the past 12 months. He's 22, it kind of needs to happen now. He had a muscular injury, which, you know, was ruled him out for two months. And a bit like Fabio Vieira initially, Tierney, Smith Rowe, you're all kind of playing catch up because you weren't allowed, you weren't really about in preseason. The gaffer said, after the spell that he had last year on loan, we wanted him back to see if there are any changes and there's a prospect that we can really take to the next level. You know, you've got an opportunity. Smithrow is injured. Martinelli's going to need a rest. You know, Saka's got that right wing spot on lock. Pepe's gone. I'm sure a lot of Arsenal fans, myself included, between January and, and, and the summer of next year, excluding midfielders, would like to see a winger in. But I would like Nelson to somewhat make a name for himself at this club you know whether you want to be a rotation option or a starter is down to you but I don't like the word last chance saloon because he's still 22 the, the relationship with Arsenal which you've known for years might come to an end this season or whatever because the contract's running out but you're still young enough to have a half decent career but it kind of needs to get going now and in a young squad where people are getting opportunities you can look to look to several people for inspiration Smith Rowe he didn't, he didn't just jump in Arsenal's first team and play every game kind of like Saka who Saka initially had to do at Europa League Martinelli had to be patient to be starting games week in week out Eddie Nketiah made his, a name for himself the tail end of last season not everyone's going to make it here you know Potentially, Devil's Advocate would say, could we have been in a position to sell Reese Nelson off the back of a promising loan at Feyenoord where he got into a Conference League final? Or we should have probably taken the money, whether it was Liverpool money with Everton or Midlands money with Wolves and made little money on, on, on Ainsley Maitland now. We think the potential is there and we think we see something in Reese that is special. He's been, he's been a part of our academy system and now he's going to have an opportunity. He's been out for almost three months with an injury. He's back now. He's fully fit and he's ready to play. He just needs minutes now. His attitude and the way he's matured and evolved over the past year so far has been really impressive. And for me, the first promising bit potentially is the first paragraph because I remember Mikel Arteta kind of said, I told a year or so ago, I told Nelson to go on loan. He didn't really go on loan. He didn't go on loan, so you can't really be surprised he didn't play football that season because the gaffer told you, innit? Really. 
his attitude and the way he's matured and evolved over the past year or so has been really impressive. I think everybody is talking about it and now he needs to do it on the pitch. Fair, fair play. That just tells me, you know, I don't know what an opportunity means. That could mean more, one game or more. But when you do get an opportunity, whether it's 10 minutes, five minutes, 90 minutes, obviously it's easier said than done. Take your chances. Um, it's a test for the squad in terms of numbers and the quality that you have when you make changes and how much you notice that, that which is facts. At the same time, it's about how you are able to consistently play at the highest level and that and demand that of yourself and be successful doing it. It's not something that we did last season and it's something we will have to do this season for different reasons. But I think everyone is going to have to be able to do that after the World Cup, especially with the scheduling that we have. So we're going to need the squad, hopefully where January is concerned, as we look at uncharted waters, um, where... The, you know, the, the campaign is post-January or post-World Cup. We're going to need everyone. Hopefully in Jam we can bring some players in. So, yeah, that's what Mikel Arteta has said. Um, shout out to DG from Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to you lot. Share the minutes. First 11 to come on around 60 minutes to ensure the victory. Uh, Martin Odegaard might play. Vieira is not fit. I hear that. I hear that. Actually, back Nelson to take his chance. Looks very tidy on loan. I hear that, man. You know, you could be back up to, to Saka. I think the left wing is open season. Right now, it's Martinelli. You know Smith Rowe when he's fit could make something happen. I actually think Nelson prefers to play off the left or the 10, but, you know, you should be capable to play across the, the, those front three positions, not the striker, but the one, the three just behind it. Hope Vieira doesn't become another Pepe. I don't think he will. Shout out yourself, Richie, as well. Any talking points, get them in. For extra content, follow me on Twitch, as it said there. Smash the like buttons, YouTube one. Twitch gang, keep doing what you're doing. Every word from Mikel pre-Boldo slash Glimp Presser. I mean, we saw this part about we've done our homework. We just read this. Oh, well, we haven't actually said. On rotating our squad, that's what we have to try to do and keep our momentum going. The best way to do that is how we prepare every single day, keep focused on the task and on everything that we're doing well and keep being humble. There are a lot of things that we still need to improve and keep that willingness every time to become better every single day and to raise the competition between the members of the squad because now everybody wants to play the game tomorrow. And that's true. And we haven't achieved anything. We started well. We need to end well. We need to be saying these things around May. We haven't won Premier League titles. We've not consistently got in the top four. We're not. These players are not glittered with trophies. Even the players that are the opposite and have done those things in world football. They all have the hunger to want to do more. And I do like that from Mikel. And I do think that's echoed by the players. Let the fans get complacent. Let the fans do the talking points. You lot got to keep doing what you're doing because nothing's been achieved. We're not in no Europa League final. We haven't played 38 games in and among the top four. We're not in no FA Cup final or the league final, you know. We need to, these players that are all getting, as myself included, hyping them, saying they're doing well. You need to show that this is consistent. This ain't purple patches and stuff. We haven't achieved anything. So keep that hunger, really. Because remember, I last last season and there is competition for places. However many minutes and whatever competitions, take your chances. And obviously, after January is one thing, but we've got eight games, including today, left people in this month alone. We're going to need to rotate. We're going to need to win games. We're going to need every member of the squad. On new deals for Saliba, Saka and Martinelli. And apparently it's come out that these players, Martinelli has an option of two years. Saliba's got an option of another year. And Saka has an option of another year on top of what's going on. So that probably gives us a bit of wiggle room. But you do want to see these lot rewarded with new deals. And actually other members of the squad. It wouldn't surprise me if Gabriel, Ben White, Ramsdale... Potentially, Tommy Asu off the back of Tierney. I know Jesus and Zinchenko have just got in, would sign new deals. You know, Granite Xhaka is 30, contracted until 2024 with an option of another year. But there, there might be a decision to make in that regards as well. 
Obviously, we have to plan for the future and we are all working on it. Edu is on top of it and all of the board and we'll try to do things in the right way, being fair and trying to plan the best way possible way and reward the players that, in our opinion, have a big future for the club. When we have something to announce, we'll do that. Amen. And Saka deserves his 200 grand a week. We've done a lot worse. It's not my money. I love to see the young ICF shining. That ties him down until he's about 26, where he'll probably get a new mad thing. He deserves it, really and truly. If we want to be a big club, you have to tie people down and... There's resale value. Tie them down on big contracts. If they do ever say, you know what, Gaffer, I want to leave, that's cool. Let's try and do what Liverpool did where Coutinho's concerned and get decent money because we do need to be better. You know, as much as I like Saka, Martinelli, Saliba and a bunch of them that are around the squad and we want to keep the bulk of them together, it's probably naive to assume that they're all going to be here together for three to five seasons. I hope so, but we need to plan against that so we can get top money, bring in players in their place. The world keeps spinning. On ensuring players aren't left with one year left on their deals with the good players. I don't know if those days are in the past. Every player is different. And I don't think any club will get away with that because, you know, players are like Wenger predicted. Players, you know, players, players are starting to run down deals. We'll cry when any of them decides to leave for big money. But that's football, isn't it? You know, again, Saka's come through the academy. I don't know if he wants to be Arsenal for life. You know, right now he's in his early 20s. You know, and the more he develops for club and countries, you know, he's going to stop and think what's going on. Saliba as well. Martinelli, you know, always says, I want to be at Arsenal for life. That's because you was a tried and untested Brazilian talent who didn't really get a pro deal at Barca or, or, or United. We've given you a platform. You're taking it. The, you're, you're a young player playing in the young squad. But, you know, I'm not saying these lot of Thierry Henry, but you look at Thierry Henry when we moved to the Emirates era. He saw that... I These lot are bringing young players around. I might want to move on, really. You know, let's just say, I don't know, for Thomas Partey and Xhaka, you know, it's a bit different. It's all good for the three that we've mentioned next three years, four years, five years, because they've still got a lot of years in the tank. Uh, Partey, Xhaka, these lot are, 20, are 30 this year. What are they going to be in three, four years? So it's something to, to whatever. But I don't think any club, there'll always be a contract running down because it's, it's it's a byproduct now. Players are starting to run down deals and negotiate better selling on fees and all of these sort of things. So, yeah, he's right. Every player is different. And what happened in the past, I'm sure the people that were in charge had the reason, right reasons or tried something that was beneficial for the club. We'll try to do the same thing and make sure that the club is always protected. The club is always in a good position to move forward and the players are happy to be here. You know, he, he obviously, we've seen that already. He rates Clint highly. You can't, whether he does or doesn't, you can't expect to say anything different. What Arturo Vidal, a number of years too late. Forget all of that. Pardon me. On prioritising the Europa League, it's a competition that is really important for us. We know how important it is to be on top of the group. And like he said, we don't know what the what the, 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 the world in football is going to be saying when we get to January. So while I like the positive talking points and whatnot, there might come a point in the season where it looks more realistic to focus on the league or focus on your Europa League in terms of trying to get Champions League football. So we, you know, we have to count all our variables. Saka's been getting underpaid, underpaid so far, so 200k is fair. We've done a lot worse, you know. We've put Pepe on like 140, Aubameyang's new contract, Willian. I know it's not the same, but any time a player isn't doing the job, it's costly. You know, Cedric's on about 40, 50 a week. Marie's on something nice. And obviously, when you get meaty players, it's difficult to move them on. So when players are lit, Saka, Saliba, Martinelli, and, and not just them players that are playing well, give them what they want, isn't it? Simple as that, really. You know, obviously, there's a bit of negotiation to go on, like you'd imagine, with the agents, really. 
they, they have to do what they're doing. Apparently, Cedric is back fit. Cedric could play either at left-back or right-back. You could get away maybe with Tommy Asu and holding the centre-halves. I would prefer one of Gabriel Saliba or Ben White to play centre-half, Tommy Asu right-back um, and, and whatnot if Tierney isn't going to play. But yeah, man, it is what it is. On the Bodo players that he fears, there are really there are a few really good players, and it's a really good coach as well. And they have a very clear identity with how they play. You can see straight away what they're trying to do. I don't think I read the second sentence from the one paragraph above. We have a tough competition and a home advantage, so we have to use it. That's why tomorrow's game is really important. And keep the momentum going. Big up the, the gaffer for the tactics and the players for winning the game, but the fans then will have been going mad home and away. And like you saw against Spurs, and regardless of what happens against Liverpool, they're going to do that. So Let's just keep going, riding the momentum and doing what we're doing. And hopefully we have a half-decent season, people. Smash the like button. There's over 100 of you tuned in on YouTube and there's not 100 likes. Unexpected high bills to you if you haven't done that. This is why Twitch are my favourite. You look just do your jobs, mate. Shout out to you lot. But anyways, moving on from that. On Partey said he hasn't had the consistency over the past few months. Obviously, with injuries he's been through, he's been in and out and he did a big performance like that against Spurs. He contributed to the team in an exceptional way and we are really happy with his performance. On Partey's injury now, he looks fine. He needs to play regular, regularly and find consistency at that level. And whether it's problematic that Man City's physios will know about Odegaard's health? No, I think it's really common that staff, whether it's physio, doctors or fitness coaches, work for national teams as well. Nowadays, football is so connected. We all know each other. Someone has worked with someone somehow. So the information is always there available if you want to try. And it's a bit like United. Ten Hag was saying, yeah, I'm asking Sancho for tips on Haaland. Like you see with that robot Haaland, you can't stop him really. But if if Arsenal managed to keep, let me not say a clean sheet, Haaland don't score against Arsenal, then we've got some agendas to run still. On whether players are used to playing on... Listen, let's just make sure no one gets injured. Anytime I hear issues about surfaces, I get scared and, you know, commiserations to Fifana. Hopefully he's fit, but you saw him get injured again yesterday. Big up to everyone that was part of the AC Milan Chelsea watch along. I don't know. You put it the other way around. The players that are used to playing on Deso pitches, which is what we use, and then we have to play on our official. It's a difference and it takes a while to adapt. So I imagine I don't know for sure, but the other way around is a bit similar. And that's true. But let me be real, man. Way before you lot became Premier League footballers, Premier League footballers, top division footballers, bougie, come on, bro. Jesus was out there in Brazil and that. Come on, man. You know, it's football, bro. Just play football, win the game and keep it moving. Simple as that. I don't want to hear nothing about no pitches and them thing there. But on what other guards told him, we just spoke about what I saw. I'll do the same with the staff. And he was really clear. He said the exact same opinion. And he said tomorrow will be a really tough match. We spoke about Reese Nelson already, people. Um he can follow a similar path to Smith Rowe, who also suffered with injuries. That's what he needs to do. And he now needs to show that on the pitch. His attitude and the way he's matured and evolved over the past year or so has been really impressive. I think everybody is talking about it. Now he needs to do it on the pitch. So he's basically telling, when, telling him when you're ready, I'm giving you opportunities. You're ready, take them. Big up Odegaard. I think that when he talks, everybody listens, which is a really important quality. It's true that he's not the loudest, probably, but he's also someone that leads with example every single day and he's always doing the right things. He's really humble. He's trying to help everyone. He puts the team in front of him and he has a huge love and passion for this game, which I really like, and he wants to improve. He wants to... If he's the right person to represent the values that we have at this club on whether Europa League is a help or a hindrance. This is, if it's a hindrance, it's our fault because we qualified for it and didn't do better. I can think it could be a help 
you know, because it's another route into the Champions League. It's a chance to claim a European trophy where Arsenal don't have a rich history with it. Anytime you're developing a new culture at a club, we've won the English Super Cup, <coughs> Community Shield and the FA Cup. Keep winning trophies, developing that because you convince other players to join here. If you get Champions League and win stuff, you convince the guys that you're talking about contracts and the ones you want to keep to stay. So it's a help. Playing in Europe is always great. And tomorrow, I think we're going to have a great atmosphere again at the Emirates. I'm keen to see how we do away in Norway. We want to produce those nights and we know that we want to be playing what we want to be playing yesterday and today. But at the moment, it's our reality and we have to accept it. It's part of our next step. And that's true. We have to accept it because we got ourselves into that pickle. Nobody else, really. We've only got ourselves to blame if we don't want to be here. Um, on playing three games in one week, it's what we need. Bro, this is what happens. Three games in 10 days, two games a week. Boy, we seen Liverpool try to do the quadruple thing. It didn't bang, but they did compete for all of them. City are going to compete for everything. If we want to get to what them teams there have been doing in the past few years, we can't find excuses. We just need to get on with it. It's a, it's a test for the squad in terms of numbers and quality that you have when you make changes and how much you notice that. At the same time, it's about how you are able to consistently play at the highest level and demand that of yourself and be successful doing it. It's not something that we did last season and it's something we'll have to do this year for different reasons. But I think everyone is going to have to be able to do that after the World Cup, especially with the scheduling that we have. So that's what the gaffer has said on, on that, people. Let's just make a timestamp very quickly as well because it helps and whatnot in breaking things down when you lot watch it so that's Mikel Arteta's press conference 33 40 um I need that Wenger English core contract pick recreated with Mikel and the star boys yeah but you know Martinelli and Saliba aren't exactly that DG do you think Arteta had Reese in his plans if not he would have been sold or loaned maybe but you know if he's injured we couldn't have really sold him I think he's someone he likes I think it depends on Nelson what Nelson's got to do is think about the next step contract is running out I mean that would inspire me if the gaffer said that that tells me okay stay you know even when I think the gaffer might not be watching because you know if you look at the Prem you know we're, we're more vexed about Smith Rowe Martinelli is shining Saka's got a free spot Fabio Vieira can play off that right but that's telling me that Mikel Arteta is always watching me whether I think he's not whether I'm in the squad or not whether I, you know you've got Marquinhos to compete with as well so you need to keep you need to keep going really and truly you've got an opportunity when it comes take it give Arteta no reason not to leave you there's five subs rules we need options you know between you and Marquinhos until January you're, and maybe even after that you're gonna have to hold it up so he might be in his plans probably was to a degree but I think he's as keen and he would have made maybe let him go I think he could be in his plans it's just down for Nelson to show what Arteta said in maturity and all of those sort of things that the gaffer literally just said and we went over so I would say that really we have an incredibly fragile squad January definitely going to define our season again I actually hate all these injuries who's going to play Cam I think Odegaard needs to add about three kilograms of muscle mass if he wants to improve the press resistant thing doesn't always work I hear that. I ain't no physio. I leave that to you and the Weight Watchers crew, man. But yeah, but I say that, you know, you could say that and you're right. I'm really and truly. Um, But, you know, is Bernardo Silva the biggest? Is David Silva the biggest? I think uh, it's not that Odegaard ain't got the mentality, but he needs to look to them diminutive duns and see what's going on. I don't think the biggest talent out of Haaland since uh, Jack Wilshere has helped Nelson, if I'm honest. I think Nelson just needs to find that co confidence. Sometimes he looks like he's lost it. It was a joy to watch, you know, his loan spell, second half of it at Finewood when he got in the team because, he, you know, he looked, he had a smile on his face, man. Nelson always seems comfortable whenever I see him on the bench or in training, like he's just happy being here. Stop spamming my broski, please. They didn't be messing things up. 
There's no need for that. Uh, let's carry on with everything else in terms of potential news, really. If I'm completely honest with you. So, yeah, man, one second, timestamp. Dead there. Let's go. What else have we got? Where do we start? Let's start from back to front, man, just because it's a bit better. We've seen that yesterday. Uh, what's this? Start with this. Mikel Arteta has spoken and he explains why winning trophies is not his number one priority at Arsenal. Bit contradictory because he has said that. I think the news thing is doing him dirty. The greatest thing with Pep was that I was able to see and feel what the role as a football manager meant, working in another office and looking through the window or trying to read what he was feeling. He gave me the opportunity to get an inside view and really verbalize how he was feeling, fears that he had, the reason why he was doing it, the periods that he had difficulties or he had good moments. He really, he really deeply shared his emotion with me. And that was an incredible lesson. And you get that with Arteta. He connects like a man-to-man -man vibe versus a coach and, and a player sometimes. And he shows that he's human. And obviously when you do that, your players are going to want to fight for you even more because they see that what it really means to you and what you really mean for them and what you're trying to do. Um, so yeah, that's true. You need passion in anything you do in life or you're not going to do it to the best of your ability. Um, which is true. Obviously, we worked together before, but he did it in a way that transformed my view or understand of understanding the profession. Scrolling all the way down, he said, "I mean, if winning trophies or is or is bringing our club together for me, bringing the club back is much more powerful. We have a and he's won trophies. We have a club that was in a difficult state with a lot of cracks, with a lot of division. When people have been here for thirty years who are mostly attached to the club come to me and say, "Listen, I've never seen this before. I've never felt that unity across the club." I've never felt that unity of our supporters. Everything is sold out. We are selling more shows than ever. We don't have tickets. They really feel connected to what we are doing. The other thing is when I go to the dressing room, when I walk around the building, I see there's really a sense of family. And they, in brackets, people who work for Arsenal, describe it as a sense of family, what it, what it means for them to work for the club, to participate in this journey together. At the moment, this is a very different club. And that's an incredible credit that everyone has to take from the top of the club to every player because we did it together. The next step is now we have the foundation to win. We are building a team to win, knowing that this era is unprecedented in English football because nobody has ever had in this league that this league teams that are capable of winning 100 points. And they City are doing that for many years now, something that we haven't done ever in the history of this football club, even in our best times. So that's the aim and a challenge. So it's a project. Yes. Shout out the gaffer. And I think that's all he's had to say. Shameless plug o'clock, but today we will be doing a watch along, people, for Glint versus Arsenal. Make sure you're here. Uh, obviously, on Sunday, we'll be watching Arsenal Liverpool. And obviously, at 3 30, I'm going to have day from Football Daily, people. Again, I've spelled daily wrong there, so we're going to have to tend to that. Um, he'll be here. So, yeah, man, three bits of content from me. Sorry, folks, that's going to bug me out if I don't pattern that right now. So, let me actually just put an extra L in there. It's there, there we have it. Oh gosh, that's caps. Fucking out, I think I have spelt that correctly. See, this is how you know I've been up too long. So, yeah, anyways, yeah, it seems like it's all good, but yeah, three bits of content from me. Arsenal youngster Charlie Patton are held as one of the best midfielders on the ball by loan manager. You know, all our young players waxing, they're waxing lyrical about them. You know, us, you know, Austin Tusty's getting uh, getting praise at Birmingham, Norton Coffee, um, at Rotherham, and obviously now Charlie again. It's a long way to go. Even Miguel Aziz at Portsmouth, they got a long way to go, a long way to go. And it's you know, everybody expects you because you're highly rated at 16 to be the finished article at 18. Let's just let the man develop, let him do his thing. And hopefully everything else pulls, falls into place. Michael Atkinson's been 
uh, building him up. Apparently, he did well. I've got this game on record, the nil-nil against Sunderland. I'm going to watch it. Obviously, loan report be out tomorrow, Friday, people, um, as well as a couple of youth reviews and that. But, yeah, man, Charlie's doing his thing. You know, the only knock on him has been he was injured, but he's picked up where he's left off. He's 18. He can deal with the, with the ball in many areas of the pitch, go past people left or right. I said when he came to the club that he's as good as anyone I've seen dealing with the ball and with good movement of, of the ball. As you've seen tonight, he can play as a six, as a 10 and as an eight. Obviously, he probably needs to bulk up physically and get mature before he plays as a six, clearly at home as a 10. I think his future is as a number eight. He's got a really, really good future ahead of him. He was outstanding tonight, especially in the second half. And shout out Charlie Paterno and all them Arsenal young players because they were the first to give man a chance for these interviews. This is why whether Charlie makes it at Arsenal or not, he'll always have a supporter in me. I need a Blackpool shirt bro, with, with whatever number you are you have on the back, man. And the same goes for half of these players. Shout out Tyrese John-Jules who bagged for Ipswich the other day as well and, and the rest of them. I said when he came to the club, well, sorry, I've seen already. He was outstanding tonight, especially in that second half. He controlled the game. It was his game. He played at his tempo. When he wanted to speed it up, he sped it up. Um, he speeded up. When he when he wanted to slow it down, he slowed it down. And when he wanted to switch play, he did it. It was a very mature performance from our very young lad. Keep going, man. Keep going, you know. Keep going. So, yeah, big him up. Reese Nelson in line to face Bodo Glynn as Mikel Arteta rotates for Europa League. We've spoken about that already, but it seems like Nelson will get his opportunity to do his thing. Uh, Mikel Arteta said the club have a plan for the future. I think we've seen this before. Uh, we have a plan for the future and we're all working on it. We try to do things in the right way, being fair and trying to plan the best possible way and reward the players that, in our opinion, have a big future at the club. At the moment, we, at the moment, we have something to announce. We will do that. I think they've done and dirty with the typos there. We we will try to make sure that the club is always protected and that the club is always in a good position to move forward and the players are happy at the club. So, yeah, big him up really and truly. So, yeah, where's my Eddie and Ketty comments? Oh, sorry, so good. I got it twice there. Uh, it's very complicated. The glint gaffer's been speaking about us people. He believes he sussed out Arsenal ahead of the game later today. I watched Arsenal against Zurich to analyse Zurich, but my concentration and my gaze went towards Arsenal because I was thinking, what the hell are they actually doing? There are a lot of rotations, so you have to pick them apart and see where are the players who are fairly stable in their role and where are the players who rotate a lot. It's just it's just extremely high level, high intensity football with extremely high level individual qualities. But when you get to see it over time, it's not very complicated. They have a number of rotations with the left back and central midfielder who has a lot of freedom, but it's a lot less on the right hand side, which is true. But by the way, by the way we defend, it doesn't matter too much where the players run because we are very zone orientated in the way we defend. I must admit, I know nothing about Bodo slash Glim, but just from what we've read today. I really like what the gaffer has said in the analytical approach. Obviously, I want to smack them 3-4-0. Young players play one-sided contest, but it might not be that, really. If we sorry, if we played a man-to-man -man system, we would have a huge challenge to face. But we are at the other end of the scale, so that's probably the least of my worries. They attack with a lot of people. They are patient, and then suddenly they have the burst in the final third. But they will also leave space in behind, which you've seen Spurs exploiting the build-up to the penalty. United in at least two of the three goals they scored. Leicester even. So it's something we've got to get better at, really and truly, on top of just being switched on. Um, he, he said Tottenham only defended. Careful, mate. When you ask questions about Tottenham's style of play, all you're told is we've got Conte's a proven winner, which is true, but that's not really sustainable, is it? it? You know, results, you know, football doesn't matter when you win until you don't pick up the results. So it is what it is. Tottenham only defended. Zurich only defended. A bit harsh to Zurich, I feel. If you do that, you won't stand a chance against them, which is true. You know, a bit like how I want us to approach the Liverpool game. Again, educated and calculated 
guesses and, and risk and stuff like that. But there's no point sitting back against Liverpool. Yeah, if they hit you on the break, which, again, if I look back at the Liverpool game where Jota scored twice, I think, we it was fairly even contest. We switched off for two minutes and they showed why they're a good side. But, you know, I, I want us to have a gamble, really and truly. Long gone are the days when Liverpool can't break down low blocks. They actually struggle when teams just have a go at them, really. And that's what we need to do. Because as much as I like us, we're not really, we're not really, we're an improved defensive side. We're not necessarily a good one that we can just sit down and say we're going to stuff out the joint. Arsenal giving Cody Gakpo transfer boost as Mick as Edu eyes bargain January deal. Uh, let's see what's going on here. I mean, you know, we were linked to Rafinha, didn't bang Douglas Louise, bring that to the carpet. Um, another player whose name was mentioned with a move to Arsenal in the summer was Gakpo, linked with a host of other clubs. It never happened. But Football London understands the 23-year-old has been on Arsenal's radar for some time. He chose to stay in Holland with it being a World Cup year. Where is the relevance? It seems like PSV might be in trouble financially. The report states that PSV need to make a significant sell before July 2023 in an attempt to balance the books for this financial year. And with Gakpo, one of their star players, what about Sangare? It casts his doubt over his future. So this is two and two and getting a million. There's not really anything credible beyond the fact that we've scouted Gakpo. Incredible winger who fancies Arsenal move now says he wants to reach a higher level in his career. I can tell Gakpo, I mean, Mudrik didn't have the best of games against Real Madrid because people are counting a pre-assist, which is he's literally passable. Someone's crossed it. Someone scored, and he hasn't had a well, weldy performance. So the experts of Ukrainian football, Shakhtar Donetsk and Mudrik, who seems to be the only guy that can improve Arsenal, yeah, man, didn't say anything. But he's been linked with us already. He's spoken of a potential move. He's liked stuff on Instagram. We've heard Arsenal and everyone, and then Nana looking at him. Um, apparently said, yes, I think every guy dreams about playing in the Premier League. Arsenal's a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play. Yes, from my side, I can't say no, but a transfer is not only my decision, which is true. And we've heard that before. Um, a year ago, he was applauded off the Bernabeu pitch. Last year, I don't know if it happened. Uh, you know, apparently, saw, you know, they shut to the next director of football was capping and gassing him up. And he said he's one. he's the best after Vinicius and Neymar. He said, and, and and things like that, and I'm I'm not going to go and find them comments. But anyways, Mudrik said, I would like to develop myself and reach a higher level in my career, but my thoughts at the moment are with Shakhtar. I hear that. Well, whoever said this, I don't know, people. The 21-year-old is a skilled player that can play across the front line but prefers the left wing. Mudrik is a perfect player for teams that love to play an attacking style of play. He can score goals, but his speciality lies in assists. He can find that killer pass that can split open defences. In addition, he can also use his pace, skill and pace to get past defenders. Seems a decent player, but, it, you know, it is what it is. Arsenal injury scare. Apparently, Charles Watts, Charles Watts quashed this, but I don't know. Arsenal injury scare. A star spotted limping off in training ahead of Europa League clash. And apparently, Zinchenko didn't participate in some elements of training, but that apparently was a precaution. I don't know. But apparently, Fabio Vieira limped away from an Arsenal training drill on Wednesday to provide an injury scare ahead of, obviously, today's game. Apparently, he appeared to be in pain after being caught on the right boot by one of his teammates during the training session. The Portuguese star had been in line to start for the visit of the Norwegian champions. Vieira was taking part in a close drill alongside Gabriel Tomiassi. Well, I, you know what? You can't don't know who it is, but I my guess is it's Gabriel. Gabriel Tomiassi, Gab Jesus, and Gab Martinelli. As Tomiassi ran off with the ball, Vieira looked at one of the Arsenal coaching staff before clutching his right boot. The coach said something to the 22-year-old before he then limped away from the group of players. And out of shot, Sky Sports cameras who captured the incident. Vieira arrived at Arsenal in the summer with a foot injury. So we hope he's calm. Reports claimed he had suffered a small fracture while on international duty with, with 
Portugal's under-21s. That's in relation to his first injury. So, yeah, and we already know Smith Rowe and El Nene are not returning probably to the turn of the year at best, most optimistic, and maybe anything from January to February of 2023. So we're going to have to see what's going on there. We saw this yesterday, but Arsenal expected to be actively looking to strengthen in January where possible. Uh, what is talking Ivory got? Any new updates? Fabrizio Romano has just echoed Arteta's comments there. He said, yes, Edu is on top of it. We want to reward the players that we have. Sorry, we want to reward the players that have a big future for the club. We'll try to do things in the right way to plan in the best possible way. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's anything else. Shout out to him. He's one of my favourite accounts. What's going on here? I mean, we saw that on Reese Nelson. But once again, that is why he is here, because we want to have that opportunity with him. He was willing to take that opportunity. And again, it's down to him to show it now on the pitch. So I hear that. Pause that, please. We don't need to see that. After I signed for Arsenal, went to a Brazilian restaurant there. Lots of fans parked their car outside and came to say welcome to the club and we are with you. I was happy with the City fans, but this is different. Of course, we got more fans than City. They can have their trophies and all that. We got discreets. He said, one wish to win everything. What else can I ask for? A new car? No, I don't need a new car. To win everything and keep my mum happy and healthy is enough for me. Shout out, Saka, man. Amazing dude, man. What has he said here? What's this? Saka, the England star, has the world at his feet. I mean, I want to skip to what Saka has said. He said, I will not let that moment of negativity I've received this week break me. This is probably in relation to England. And look at the money, look at the money, man. Look at what he's wearing. And they're saying, how much? Two bags for the for the jacket. Lord, Lord. Anyways, big up Saka, styling on them. Soon get the 200 bag a week. I see free shining. He said, love always wins. And that's the line he wants to draw under it for now. Blah, blah, blah. He said, I have no clue how many I got through. I couldn't tell you. I was there for days. I read a certain amount a day, then came back for more the next day. That's how I did it. And then say, one boy sent him a teddy, of course. And we saw that in All or Nothing. That's lit, man. That's lit. He still sends me videos when I score saying, well done, Bakayo. He's a lovely kid. I think we'll be in touch for quite a while. The fans show me a lot of love, so I try to repay that and engage with them. Uh, big up Saka. We know he's from West London. We know he did well in school. You know, shout out to you, but that's irrelevant right now. Saka's name is Nigerian. He said, obviously, we're of Nigerian descent. That's where my mum and dad grew up. They moved to the UK in the 90s. Careful, lad, you know, see what my uh, what immigration and migration can do. He said, we've got a massive family group chat, not just the immediate family. I hear that. Big up you. His mum still cooks for him. And obviously he's got his mum a big house and Ella Nigerian delicacies there. I hear that. But when are we going to get to the main part? It's a lot of jargon. Two days in my childhood changed my life. One day I was in church and I felt a real connection with God. I've no clue how old I was. I was small, but I felt like from that day I've been different. I've seen life differently. Another day was obviously when I was scouted by Arsenal. The Arsenal scout gave me his card and number to my dad. Since then, it's changed everything. I hear that. And obviously he doesn't live too far from Wembley. He said, when you play for your country, careful, lad. With that, it means the world. You're playing for a whole nation. You're representing a whole nation. They're all behind you, supporting you. It just means everything. And it's important that people remember remember that i'm not too sure because the minute you sancho rashford do things negatively in the media or you know footballer misses a pen wow you're the only penalties you missed you don't take you see what happens really and truly and you've also seen that with a lot of people really and a lot of things um so yeah man he said before i could just do normal things but i can't really do them anymore brazy he said bro i had a hood on my mask 
he was not he was noticing weight rows. He said, Bro, I had a hood on, my mask like this. I don't know what more I could do, but he tells me he tells me things have settled down post-COVID. It isn't all personal shoppers at Selfridge Selfridges. I went shopping yesterday at Sainsbury's. It was actually it was actually fine. I had my hat and my mask, just put my head down and walked out. That's just how I got to be now, you know. When I go into public, if I don't want to get recognised, but some days I still get recognised and it is what it is. It's, it's always nice to see fans, sometimes to interact with them and just speak to them because I'm a normal person. I don't want to ever feel that they have they won't have access to me. I hear that. It's a lot of jargon, blood. I can't lie to you, but I'm trying to decipher where the quotation marks are. Age is a funny thing in this world, he tells me. That's just one way it's viewed in football. It is what it is. If you're 21, you've played a lot of games already. There are a lot of players that are 21, 22, who don't have over 50, 100 games. So they can be sort of seen as mature. When I was growing up, I viewed it just the same. But you know, like 30 is actually young in life, not just football. And he then said, it's the best players from each team in the country. The players go to the camp with with are very special the quality i see all through the time is through the roof to be voted as the best player for england this year is one of the most special honors i've received what i could make what could make it more special one wish to win everything what else can i wish for a new car no i don't need a new car to win everything and to keep my mum happy and healthy is enough for me i asked him if i should bring him back into my fantasy football league no don't put me back you didn't believe in me from the start but but i did out bakayo now and everybody else so yeah that's that what's this we've seen that with Fabrizio Romano I mean we've seen that already with Mikel Arteta what's this I mean has where's Eddie and Ketia's comments didn't Eddie and Ketia comment oh I've got them there sorry folks for all of that where are you lot oh sorry I left I lost you lot Jesus versus Enketia. Arsenal striker makes selection claim as Brazilian rival blocks his path. I mean, he didn't block his path. He's just better in it. But I do like the maturity Eddie Enketia shows. He showed maturity to say, you know what? I could have a role here. I might be able to do better than what I'm doing, but I've got to stay ready. I've got to realise that the team is performing. I've got to realise man are better than me. You know, it's as simple as that. But I've got a role to play and, you know, it is what it is. He's confident he'll be able to get more opportunities, says Eddie Enketia. Shout out, Eddie, man. And he said, when Ox is it frustrated that he's yet to start a league game? Of course, I want everyone to be frustrated, even bloody Cedric. You know, if everyone believes they should play and has the right, you know, chip on their shoulder, but concedes that the collective is first, let's keep going. He said, yes, everyone wants to play football. If you don't want to play football, go yard. He said, the coach has a tough decision and it's up to me to keep working when I get the opportunity on the field or in zone, I'll get more opportunities and it's up to me to take them. And you're right, Jesus. You know, he's not going to make it to game week 19 without a yellow card. That's your opportunity. We saw in the post, uh, the pre-Europa pre League game conference, Arteta said, he's saying that we need to buy players and we need our whole squad that's available now because we don't know what January is going to be saying just from our own talking points. And obviously post-World Cup, we don't know, God forbid, the few players that go off to the World Cup could be injured. Obviously, we're going to need to go on a warm weather camp where there's rumours of that and play friendlies because the other 20-odd players can't just sit in their yard and watch the games like us because we'll be doing watch-alongs for the World Cup. So I like that. He said, I'll keep pushing to show I deserve more minutes. Complaining never really gets you anywhere. And that's true. You know, use that fight and hurt and, 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 hurt and do your thing. You know, and do your thing, Eddie, man. Brilliant stuff from Eddie and Ketia. But what has this article said? Apparently, 
Eddie Nketiah has discussed competing with five goal Jesus for for game time. He said it's a great. He's a great player. He's good to play alongside and watch. He had a really good start, and he's a great guy off the pitch. So I'm really happy for him. I don't really see it as me versus him. It's about whatever best for the team. Again, yeah, push each other, push yourselves. Best for the team. There will be times when we play together. We've shown that we can play together. The times we played in preseason and I played with him, we showed that we can combine, which is true. We're both fluid strikers that like to move around. He's a He's had a good start and hopefully it continues for the team. I like that. Bolsi. I'm not going to lie. I would like a striker that's a bit different to you too. Maybe someone that can play as a target, man. But yeah, my aim is to be starting and helping the team, but I respect the coach's decision. It's down to me to keep working hard and putting in performance performances. It's a long season and we're only a month in. There will be a lot of opportunities for me to play, whether that be in Europe or in the league. I'll be ready whenever I'm called upon. Stay ready. You never need to get ready. We got Eddie and Ketty, very mature words from our young striker, Ace. 23 now really in it still young but not really and i like that you know i like your little segment where you was chatting to lokonga in all or nothing not that nelson's like that but go chat to him and there's a lot of games really you know we've got eight games left well nine games forgive me you know of this of this you know we're playing today so we can say eight games if my maths is correct that is it we've got glint back to back sandwiched in between that liverpool then then the return against psv and then Nottingham Forest, we should be full of confidence. We should for, for how we've been playing, what we've been doing on the training front, what everybody's been doing. But it's going to be a lot physically, you know. It's going to be a lot physically. We've got one day's left. Obviously, well, Rangers and Glint, Glint could probably beat Rangers, really. But Liverpool are going to have an extra day's rest. Look at the turnaround, people. There's not too many days rest. And for these players, again, the Eddie and Ketias, the Jesuses, the ones that you can realistically, even if we're in the Champions League, can still be seeing part of this team next year. You're going to have to be able to cope with it. Because as I said, with, with with Liverpool and other teams, and even Spurs, who are in the champs, you need to just get it done. It's going to be high energy levels, high energy levels. And that, sadly, there's going to be injuries. You know, it's probably naive to expect Gabriel Jesus to make it to the end of the year, which I think is game week 19 um, or around that period without a yellow. And there's going to be injuries and suspensions and the rest of it, people. So we're going to need to do the job, really. You know, can we remain unbeaten? Can we win every single game? Probably not, but... Let's, that's what we should be aiming for, really. So, yeah, man. Eddie also said, I think tonight's game is a good opportunity for the whole team to build on a good start we've had with the three points against Zurich. It's a very important competition for all of us. We want to win and we want to qualify first, so we know how important it is. For myself, the more games there are, the more opportunity there is to play. So I'm looking forward to games in Europe and also domestically. Crazy. Um, on, on Saliba, Arteta said... William Saliba, on if he wants to, sorry, he's got no doubt he wants to stay at, at Arsenal. If I look at how he talks about the club and how much he wants to be here, I have no doubt that he wants to continue to be here. I mean, is there a way to get those, those exact comments? Saliba, Arteta, let me see if I can find that. Okay, fair enough. I do. I think we found the article. Shout out Arsenal Buzz for that. And obviously we've seen these comments. We've definitely seen them. So, yeah. Oh, well, that didn't quite take take us to a link, but we did a thing there, didn't we? Smash the like button, people. Still only at 56. That's right. We're definitely not getting 100. Hey, hey, pause, because that's how you start getting chat videos demonetized and all the things of it. But when asked, you know, he said, well, we've seen that already. Obviously, Edu is on top of it and all the board. We will try to do things in the right way, being fair and trying to plan the best possible way and reward the players that, in our opinion, what else has he said? Have a big future for the club. When we have something to announce, we'll do it. I don't... Well, we've seen this already. Well, that's very different from the Saliba comments, isn't it? 
what's going on here? You're not letting me down. You're not letting the fans down. Okay. Arteta has no doubt Saliba wants to stay at Arsenal. Cool. Let's skip straight. Pause that and skip straight to this. I was really impressed and surprised when I spoke to him. The way the relationship started, I wondered if there was damage there because he had certain expectations, but he was so committed just to play for Arsenal. And lovely, we got over the hill. If I look at how he talks about the club and how much he wants to be here, I have no doubt that he wants to continue to be here. So, yeah, hopefully everybody who deserves a new contract and actually the good players, which there's quite a few now at Arsenal, get exactly that, people. But, yeah, man. That's that, essentially, made his news. So, yeah, that's that, really. I mean, if you want, we can go over it. We can refresh this page. I mean, the Scum newspaper. I mean, we've been linked with a whole host of players in the last few days. Apparently, Saliba's being looked at by Barcelona. What you you seen that Conde's not got that really? You know, youngsters were in. You know, youngsters have been in part of training in the Euro. I'm not Charlie Patton. No, Cedric remains injured and out for the game, people. But he has returned to training. Martinelli has said everybody misses David Luiz. Apparently, you know. Fabrizio Romano has said Louise remains on the list, but nothing has been decided yet for January. Okay. Apparently, according to Fabrizio Romano via court offside, um, in relation to Danilo, they want more than 30 million and the deal in the summer was never close to being uh, completed. Leandro Tossa, as we know, is open to moving. He said, I've evolved tremendously. I know how Premier League works. I've grown tremendously in that. Confidence, mentally, physically, I've become better. I've mastered the tricks now. Our coach did leave for Chelsea now, but speculation about me following him makes no sense. If the opportunity arises, I want to go, but I want to play and not sit on the bench. Really, you know, you'd be a good player for Chelsea, Arsenal and anyone else, but that would be you. We Odegaard was wanted by Klopp at Dortmund. You know, Conte's already crying about new signings. He said Spurs need more transfer windows. Careful. I thought these were the challenges and, you know, there's a power shift in North London and all of that jazz. We're still linked with Locatelli. Forget about it. You know, if you sign for us, fair enough. We're looking at our next Norwegian, Don, FM Wonderkid, Andreas Schindelup. But apparently he will not, the 17 million rated 18-year-old striker will not extend his new deal at his Danish, current Danish club. And he's drawing interest from La Liga clubs and, and Serie A, so... Yeah, we've been linked with Marcus Rashford. Don't no one believe that really and truly. People are just trying to get clicks. So yeah, that is that really. That's really that. But yeah, what are you lot saying? Smash the like button if you haven't already, folks. What else are you lot saying? Missed out you lot a lot. Calm down, my guy, man. Are you gonna you know what? Don't spam. Nelson was good even in COVID season, although our season was rubbish. He started over Pepe. Ironically, I remember when he scored against Liverpool. I mean, it's just about consistency. Make a name for yourself now. Your talent's got you in the room. You're in the first team, but you're not special now. If everybody's special, it's like City. If you know, if I'm a young, talented player playing for Exeter, just example, and I'm 16, I'm playing in the under 18s, I'm badding it up, I'm doing what I need to do, and I go and join City's academy. Now I'm still a good player, but that's got me there. If I'm surrounded by players that have been picked apart from all over the local regions in Manchester and all over the world, and we're all making this super team. I'm not really special. And the same extends to the first team at City. Obviously, Harlan's a baller, but you're there because you're a baller. You're, you, you get it. If I'm the smartest kid in a small town and I go to a school where they source all the smart kids from similar circumstances, am I still a smart kid? Yes, but am I... What's going to separate me now? Because everybody's smart. Your talent's got you in the room, your tenacity, your consistency, your ability to take your chances for Reese Nelson and any other young player or players in general, even senior players that are not in the team, is what's going to separate the thing. 
So Silva would get clamped much more playing for Arsenal, I think. Uh, deluded that title needs explaining, bro. I haven't heard anything about Vieira being injured. We just looked at the articles. But I don't think he's injured because as stated, Charles Watt said that, you know, it was a precaution, but we'll never have to know. I mean, in, in future, you know, can we can we just wait for the stream to transpire before we talk? You know, you've got two of these, one of them. You know, ten of these. Use the role. Use 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 the 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 ratio in the right way. Cheers and thank you. I mean, Eddie and Ketty is. Oh wow! I didn't even didn't even didn't even know didn't even know that this was all on Arsenal.com. But you know, we missed out a couple things from Eddie. The atmosphere on Saturday against Spurs was amazing, and it's great to hopefully follow that up tonight. Obviously, it's been a long time since we played in Europe with a full stadium, so I'm really looking forward to being out there. And on Marquinhos, he said, we've got to learn, we've got to learn about each other. He's obviously a new player and a really talented player and a good player off the pitch as well. Good guy off the pitch as well. Sorry. We've got quite a good relationship off the pitch. And naturally that goes on to the pitch. And that, that's nice to see, man. It's nice for him to get a goal and assist and the other way around for me. So I think we can continue to build that connection and help the team. Um, the coach has got a tough decision and it's up to me to keep working. And when I get the opportunity on the field or in training, show why I should be playing, that's what I'm going to keep trying to do. If I don't play as much as I like, I'm still going to support the team in whatever role or minutes I get and try to do my best. I'm confident that with time and as the season goes on, I'll get opportunities and it's up to me to take them. Lovely menta mentality is what makes the difference. And someone like Eddie Nketiah has always reacted well to adversity, really. Released by Chelsea, you know, then I, for me, celebration of the season last year at Stamford Bridge. That's what, it's, that's what life's about, really. Let, much less football. So, yeah, shout out to him for that. But, yeah, I think that concludes everything. Need a 45-minute soccer shift at Cam Denner, then, like, the Brighton game, Brazy. Where else have I missed out? I believe Arsenal have to rest key players for that Liverpool game. But, you know, if we rest too many, we ain't got... A, we literally don't have a team to put out there. So, it'll be interesting, man. I think what Arteta and, and, and the medical staff would obviously do, have an honest conversation with the players. How are they feeling? And, obviously, look at the analysis and see which players can play which minutes. Who's got half an hour? Who's got 60? Who's got 70? Who's got 80? Who's got 90? Oh, you know, to, to in regards to the players that are actually playing week in, week out in the Prem. I swear Reese was skinning Van Dyke that one game at the Emirates. To be fair, the way Van Dyke's playing is not as good as it sounds. But yeah, you're right. Still, him and Lacazette capitalised on Alisson and Van Dyke's mistakes. Thank you, Arteta, for consistency. Any dead wood and arrogance, sell them all. I mean, you need arrogance, really. It's just about having humility. Hello, dear, my brother. May I know whether Vieira is playing tonight's game? We'll see, man. Arteta will never play a low block against Liverpool. No effing way he'll play the style he has been playing all season. I didn't ask him to play a low block. Moderators, please make sure these sex bots were patterning. So, yeah, big up you lot, man. Interesting comments, nonetheless. That's life. They build you up to tear you down. As I have in my Twitter bio, the same rope you climb up on in any aspect of life is the same rope ultimately the people will hang you with, really and truly. They'll big you up. The same people that gas you from a footballing perspective, they'll be the first to turn on you, you know. And then I feel in football and in life, in life, whether you create content or whatever you do, some people like to see you grow. Some people want to see you stay at a certain level. Some people, not even in terms of growth and elevation, some people don't like you to be diverse and stuff. A lot of people in life, like in football, have this one image of you and you can't let people define your life really and truly. And I think it's, it's just funny how these things work. 
And you just let people talk. They'll gas you up one day. They'll hate you tomorrow. They'll love you again. Football reflects life, man. I don't think Nawari will be playing. Nawari will be playing. So I'd love it. I'd love it to be the case. Casual Conte L. Come on. I pray we get Saliba a four-year contract minimum. I think we all do. Eddie's got a vital role to play in the next few months. Bro, Eddie should be getting sleepless nights. You've got to pattern these new contracts. You need to be seeing for the summer. If we do get Champions League, what signings we can bring in. God forbid, but if we don't get Europa, Europa League or any, any European football, what signings can we do? You know, how can we take this club to the next level? January, obviously, what are we doing or not doing in terms of, for me, central midfield? If you can on the wings and any other areas you lot have to, to speak about as well. Really? Do you think we need Tossart? I wouldn't mind him being part of the club, but, you know, I wouldn't say it's a need. You know, he's Premier League pro proven, very technical player. He could ask Lukonga for a character reference, obviously Belgium and that, you know, would be a good option for the squad. But, you know, if we're bringing in a winger, might as well bring in someone better, really, if Marquinhos up and from now till Jan might get opportunities in some capacity, whether that's in training or playing. And, you know, the gauntlet's been thrown down to Reese Nelson. So I would take Tossart, 27, Premier League proven, Tekker man, Brighton are a techie team. He'll play better at Arsenal because we've got more techie ballers. You know, his contract is running down. So for the right price, why not? But good squad depth and that. But I kind of think we're getting into that position where can we get curtain raises? Or if not the curtain raises, people that improve this thing now and... I think Tossart complements it. And you can say right now, he's definitely better than Reese Nelson and Marquinhos if they were going to play a Premier League game. But does he really raise it, really? And he's not just play on the wings. He could he could play in a couple of roles. I wouldn't move, you know, move mountains to sign him. But it could, you know, for the right fee, why not? Why not? Thoughts on Celtics? Yotta, I see him moving soon. Found his feet, you know, struggled in the senior game, found their home at Celtic, but you are right, he'll probably get a move, man. Yes, yeah, so, you know, and it all depends, because if I'm Tossart 27 and I move to Chelsea, Arsenal, he was linked with Liverpool, any of these teams, you know, I'm going to want a decent contract, both in terms of the length of the deal and obviously in terms of wages. So it all depends. And he, like you said, he can play on the flanks, he can play as a cam. I think there's a lot our young players could learn from Tossart, really. He might not be a mad, mad household name like that, but he plays for club and country. He's playing Premier League football. There is a lot of experience he could probably pass down. I don't really buy the rumours, really, but he could do a lot worse. You know, it'll work out better than William and he won't probably end up getting the fees that William did. DZ, if Pogba was offered, would you take him? Yeah, but the man's at Juventus now, innit? So it's a myth. this so yeah even with reese nelson you're probably gonna have to pattern a new contract and obviously on top of reese nelson if you remember in 2020 and i swear reese nelson was one of the first young players to play under Mikel. he was he said he was that good when he was young that everything was too easy for him i think he has the potential to do whatever he wants and it's down to him then isn't it i do think there's a lot of similarities with how hodson adoy is level but Sancho as well I think they all kind of have the same sort of problems obviously Sancho's the best of the lot but yeah man Nelson don't deserve no new contract I mean you know he hopefully he you know he does the Eddie and Ketia thing I don't really like money walking out the door really so would you rather give him a new deal or one two year or let him walk for free Vlahovic said apparently it was a mistake not joining us it's hilarious can anyone verify that from a credible source because all he was telling us is he's a Juventus fan growing up and all of that jazz. So, yeah, man, I don't, I don't buy it, but who knows? 
I don't know. We'll have to see, man. Gunners 3-1, hopefully on a clean sheet. DG, not sure with Spurs' options to buy Kuliseski at the end of the season, but with his interview saying he he's always supported Arsenal, would you like Arsenal to make a move? I mean, I don't know if he was there, Andy, but last year I wanted him and Ben to go. Um, it seems to have gone now, really and truly. You know, I'd imagine Spurs, if they haven't already, like with Romero, confirmed a permanent deal for Kuliseski. So that one there is a myth, if I'm completely honest. But if there was some mad reality where it's somewhat possible to do that, then why not? We could do a lot worse, man. That's real competition for, for Saka. Can play off the left, can play as a 10 as well. He's an Arsenal player in a scum shirt, really. But psh, been and gone now, ain't it? It's happened now. So, yeah, man. I mean, if you want to start, you have to join a bigger, big, you know, you have to earn that, really. But you're right. What time is the match? 8 p.m. UK time. I'll be live from 7 p.m. UK time people don't forget again shameless plug o'clock you got to be shameless in promotion my next live stream on my channel across twitch and youtube will be at 3 30 with dave jackson of football daily people either you're not listening m or you're not trying to but you're gonna have to get blocked man you're always spamming unfortunately you've been evicted man come on bro but yeah we've got hella content to come people on sunday jumping the gun that's there and tonight we're doing this what have you said here, man? Arteta Goat, shout out to you. What have you said here? DG, how do you explain the Ed and Ketty improvement? I like most Arsenal players, though. Eddie wasn't good enough, but now he looks like such a well-round, classy player. I don't know if a well-rounded or classy, but things take time, innit? He looks stronger, he looks more confident. I think Eddie was very reactive, you know, um, waiting for things to happen. Now he makes better runs, his link-up plays better. You have to, as a striker, score goals. But clearly in the modern game, just like an and Arsenal, unless you're Haaland, who Haaland gets involved in the general play and stuff like that, um, gets involved in the general play and that. But you need to be able to be a defensive forward, like you see with Jesus, you know, drop deep, win fouls, link up with the wide men, occupy wide areas. And I think Eddie and Ketty is starting to do that. Whether he's good enough for Arsenal or not remains to be seen. But that seen him find a nice little role for himself. He's gone from being a fringe player to a rotation option. And it's down to him, really. You know, he's at the early stages of his career. For Arsenal, you want people to develop quicker rather than later. But He's 23. You know, where was Aubameyang, Harry Kane and Jamie Fardy at that age? I hope Kay, I hope Eddie can match the career. Definitely not with Harry Kane's trophy cabinet. In fact, Eddie's picked up an FA Cup, so he's all right. But, you know, where were they? It's, it, it's very difficult, really and truly. You know, it takes forever. And, I, I, and I'm not even talking about in relation to Arsenal. One pet peeve of mine, especially around young players, is if someone's decent at 16, 17, 18, people just expect everything. They just got on a pitch. Do a Mazar and that's it. You know, they just expect their career to go like that. They very they very rarely see, you know, what goes into development. And yeah, people will say, but Saka did it. The madman that don't play for United did it. Pedri does it. Yeah, but yeah, we could all say the 10 people really and truly that have done it. The 10, 20 for the thousands of young players. That's not how life works. Even, you know, you're going to be met with adversity, even like Saka missing a penalty for England. Everyone's onto him because he is playing well, but he's got one goal. He's ultimately currently kind of dying by the high standards he set to a degree. Smash the like button. So what are three things you want to see in tonight's game, DG? Clean sheet, bare goals, victory, players taking their opportunities. I would like if Fabio Vieira is fit, if Eddie plays, all the fringe players play, you know, no injuries. Uh, keep the good form, home form going, early goals. 
you know, rise to the treat it like Liverpool, you know, treat it like Liverpool. Don't think, oh, we're better than them, we're more known and all these things, because you've got to fear the unexpected. They've got nothing to lose. If we lose, bear headlines. If they lose, it's expected. I haven't seen that, Fabian. No. Big up yourself, M. Thoughts on how well Balogun is doing in the French league? As I just said with Enketia, he's starting to learn a bit more about the game and his, his general play is improving. Obviously, he need to score goals. He's doing quite well, you know, building off the positive and negative experiences in the championship with Middlesbrough, showing more consistency. There will be better and worse moments um, at Reims, but keep doing your thing and then come back to Arsenal in the summer and we'll see where you're at. Do you need to go on loan back to Reims, you know? Do you need to go to the Premier League, which a lot of people... And I like it from Balogun, because I would have preferred for him to go in the Prem, but it seemed like Reem said, we're going to play you. With the pressures, not saying France don't have pressure, but with the pressure of the Premier League, Eddie, not Eddie, Balogun might get three starts. The manager of the loan club, you know, his job's on the line. He might elect to go for a more experienced striker and Balogun isn't given that space, really. Glint are a good side, you know, Norwegian side, but they're free-flowing attacking team. And that's what I expect to see. That's what the gaffer said. That's what their gaffer said. And the gaff their gaffer seems quite bullish on being able to do a thing tonight, really. So let's rain on that, that parade simply, really. Thoughts on Balogun slash NKEO development. Big up you lot for tuning in, people. Just doing the timestamps. Always, always trying to make sure those on the replay have a good in. 123 likes. One love for that, folks. I hope none of our important players start tonight because we need to save them for Liverpool because Liverpool is an important game. You're right, but some of them are going to have to play, whether they start or come off the bench, really, because we haven't got a big squad. Been impressed with Charlie Patino's performances. Trust yes, and hopefully he keeps going, man. And all them young players. So, yeah, man. It is what it is what it is. What else have you got? I ain't missed nothing. Shout out to you lot, man. Elite com elite conversation as usual. Let me type in Fabio Vieira on Twitter and see what's said, man. Because has Charles Watts said anything? Allegedly, someone said on my live stream yesterday that there was something. Well, man was attacked in Patrick Vieira. You could all you could tell whatever I was an Arsenal fan did. Uh Fabio Vieira. Muscle memory type in battery. Doesn't seem like any of the credible sources, really, apart from that Daily Mail article we looked at or Daily Mirror, whatever it was, are really saying anything. Doesn't seem like there's anything really. So maybe it was just precautionary, which hopefully is a, is, is is the need for it, man. And he's able to play here. Apparently, Ben Carl Walker could be injured, which could potentially be good news for Ben White, where the England squad is concerned. I don't know about that, though. Let's beat these bums, pause. Five nil, Eddie and Ketty Hatchet. Why not, man? Get some confidence, man. Stat pad, you know, it all counts when you look at the end of the season comps. In all comps, how many goals have you scored? Strikers live or die by goals. So why not, man? I hope the travelling fans and the fans watching all over the world get an entertaining game. But if you're Bodo slash Glint, you're going to want to rain on that parade. So we're going to have to, you know, it's going to be a big challenge, man. Like I said, treat this as Liverpool. No Kyle Walker's undergone surgery. World Cup is at risk. Peak. Peak. Boy, you know, Derek. Good thing City are walking away with this Farmers League, eh? 
And obviously, you know, RIP Spurs' fitness coach, uh, Gian Piero Retrone, forgive me for mispronunciations. He's unfortunately died at the age of 61. Thought so with him and his family, man. That's not nice to hear, man. It's never nice, man. Just, yeah. Walker's in my fantasy team. You better take him out then, bro, because it's peak. Where that's concerned. Arteta Goal, one love as well, people, um, for, for all your following. Arteta Goal, thank you very much for subscribing on Amazon Prime. I've just seen that via the Amazon tab. Eddie, genuinely good enough to compete with Jesus. We'd like to think Jesus is miles clear, but I think he can sometimes hold on to the ball for too long and doesn't have the poach instinct of Eddie. I hope so, but it might. I can't lie. No disrespect to Eddie. Eddie and Ketty is here. Eddie, sorry. Balig Jesus is here. Balogun's Balogun, Eddie, they're all down here. And specific to Eddie, you're there, bro. There's quite a there's quite a golfing class. I do, you know, I can't lie for you. You know, I know Eddie and Ketty hasn't been given too much opportunities, but you know, did you see Jesus's goal on the weekend? You can't say Eddie's got the poultry instinct and he hasn't. I think there's a golfing in talent, really. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I want Eddie to keep kicking on, really. I would love a striker with a slightly different profile to them. And it's you know, Eddie's got an opportunity because if Balogun comes back a top, top player. You know, you can still play Martinelli through the middle. You've got Jesus. We've got options whether we sell, keep people in. I hope so, man. Eddie, at the end of the day, you've got, you're going to have to be good enough, in it? That's all we've got. I don't know if he is good enough long term. It's down to him to keep working and taking advantage of the minutes he gets, you know. The real Eddie and Ketty are of this new level turn up at the end of last season. Hopefully he continues. And if I'm honest, you know, off the bench in the Prem, he's done well. You know, he did well against, I'm sure it was Fulham. He, he played a key role in that. But, you know, if I'm harsh, there were chances he should score. Jesus has had chances in your bag, but we don't create too much for Jesus, man. Love for your opinion, but respectfully, I disagree, man. I think Jesus is miles clear, bro. It's miles clear of him, man. It's not a disrespect to him. You know, Eddie, Jesus still has to show that he can score enough goals, really, because you've been described as the best defensive forward. Critics will say City won the league without a striker. Now they've bought in Haaland, you know. I just think there's many layers to Jesus's game. There's a lot more layers to his game. And obviously, big up Eddie's mentality, but he's he's got more experience and of a certain mentality, really. The only thing with it, with Jesus for me is, can you score enough goals, really? So respectfully, I strongly disagree, Blood. In the top six, which teams do you prefer to beat at their home? Well, we don't travel to Old Trafford well enough and we're going to have to go at least another year without that. When was the last time we won at White Hart Lane? You know, when was the last time we won at Anfield? I'd say them. You know, obviously you'd like to win at Stamford Bridge. They're London rivals and you'd like to win at the empty, sorry, Etihad. So, yeah, man. Man said Boldo Glint sounds like the name of an MMA fighter. Hopefully they don't kick us in our teeth and, you know, cause any problems in the game at 8pm. Eddie just needs to pattern his business in this tournament. All he can do now is be a good understudy and that chance will come. It's a long season. Facts. I'd go with that, really. You said it there. Elite opinions from you lot, people. You lot, as I keep saying, make the platform. Let's make sure we include that last segment as part of the timestamp as well still. So, yeah, man. With that being said, though, I'm just conscious of time, people, and the fact that I'm going to be on Rants and Matisse's show. I'm going to quickly go and eat some chicken and rice because if I don't, I can't help anyone if I'm dead, innit? Again, people, free live streams from myself. Would you go all out for Declan Rice in Jan? No. If you could sign him, why not? But he's going to cost an arm and a leg, really. And for his sort of skill set, I would love Declan Rice. But I don't have many examples, but I'd rather go abroad and find that. I'd rather spend a lot of a pretty penny on more of a Kovacic sort of midfielder than a Declan Rice sort of one, if that makes sense. But yeah, as I said, we're doing a watch along for Bodo slash Glint. That's at seven. So yeah, hope to see you lot here. Sunday, well, it's Arsenal-Liverpool. Set your notifications and all of that.
And obviously, at 3.30, we'll be talking more Arsenal across Twitch and YouTube. Jesus definitely is more proven and has more technical ability, but Eddie needs a string of games to show what he can do. The sub wasn't via Prime, by the way. I don't have it right. Why does it say you subbed? My bad. Then I take back that praise. But yeah, Eddie's got to earn that. But yeah, man, <laughs> I respectfully disagree, man. You know, you've got to earn that. And to be fair, every day of the week, if he, unless his form is really poor, Jesus is playing. You know, if Eddie was that certain, maybe we would have bought a striker in. He can be in long term, but if we maybe would have bought a striker to be Eddie's understudy, really. And if I'm harsh, you know, Eddie's turned up, but he only got his opportunity because Aubameyang couldn't behave himself and score goals. Lacazette, you know, we were just praising people for working hard, but Lacazette stopped doing the luxuries that I wouldn't say allow him, but allow him from, you know, don't really get onto him for scoring goals. Then Eddie got his chance. So you, what you do have is a manager that believes in you. What you have done is shown that you can be part of the squad. But beyond that, it's down to you, man. Jesus is better than him, more proven. If someone put a gun to my head, I'm playing Jesus more. I think Jesus can more help us in our immediate goals of top four, not to underestimate Eddie or any of the rotation options. So, yeah, that's that, man. But, yeah, that's a mad glitch. No clue why it says you've been resubscribed. But, yeah, shout out to you. It says you have. On that, though... People, appreciative to you lot. I'll be back at 3.30 and 7pm and then I'm going to stop off at Rance, with, um, Rance's channel with Matisse. So, yeah, let me go eat my dinner. The man said dinner, lunch, and then I'll be over there. That is on Twitch, on Rance's stream, so make sure you're there. Uh, can you raid that channel? Rance is live right now, technically, so Twitch gang, we can go over there. Turn your notifications on as well, folks. Three, two, one. Has it done it? Yes, it has. Go over there. So, yeah, man, on that note, you lot, one love, big up, I'm out.